Today on this episode of Going Deeper, we are jumping into the book of Acts chapter 2, and with that comes some pretty big conversations about the Holy Spirit. What that means, what that looks like for the disciples, and also what that looks like for us as modern day Christians. I'm your host, Kyle McCaskill. I'm Melanie Morgan. I'm Becky Clark. So join us as we go deeper. So, Melanie, welcome back. Glad to be here again. Again, yes. It's been a while, and since the last time you joined us on the podcast, you have joined us on staff. Yes, now y'all can't get rid of me. That's right. See, you did such a good job on the podcast, we decided to hire you. That's right. (laughs) Informal interview, I guess, right? Let that be a warning to others. (laughs) No, but we're really glad to have your voice back again, adding mm-hmm. into the conversation that we're going to have today about the book of Acts. And this is something that I know is very near and dear to Becky's heart. It is. I love the book of Acts. It's very, I mean, it's just a really good book. But it, you know, it starts for me the love of the book of Acts, and probably, Kyle, if you ever think about it too, likely starts for you back in college because Mm -hmm. Acts 2, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, Scott Wright, who was the director of the Louisiana Tech Wesley Foundation for a lot of years, and during our college years and beyond, I worked with him a while, um, this was really the verse he stuck with as kind of the life verse of Wesley. And so, you heard it all the time. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of have a love for specifically that chapter, but really the whole book of the the movement of the people of the way. Yeah. So, yeah. So, my understanding is that we're going to be talking a lot about the Holy Spirit today because we see in this book the Holy Spirit made available for the rest of us. Yeah, the the book of Acts is really the start of where the Holy Spirit comes to dwell with the people, and it's where it, Acts is where we now kind of enter into the story. Largely, the you know a lot of people say there's a chapter twenty nine of the book of Acts, and that's us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I had and a shirt so with that on it. <laughs> yeah, see there you go. So, um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit because I don't know that we as people of God talk about the Holy Spirit enough yeah um, and Melanie and I had had that conversation yeah. a few weeks back I was asking you a question Melanie about how um, how do how do you approach a conversation about the Holy Spirit how, what do you say about the Holy Spirit and and I kind of feel like there's mystery and at the same time we could spend weeks and weeks and weeks mm-hmm. doing some study about the role of the Holy Spirit the presence of the Holy Spirit the gifts of the Holy Spirit and and then maybe only just kind of scratch the surface mm-hmm. of of yeah. the Holy Spirit so So, Melanie, I think you had uh, you had a question that I think we kind of wanted to start off with. Um, so, if you want to ask your or your point um, of where we should start, well, I kind of liked when 
you started your Acts 2 study. Mm-hmm. We started with Pentecost. And when you kind of explained more about that festival and the how and the why, that kind of painted a bigger, better picture for me of mm-hmm. Chapter 2. Yeah. Um, and that kind of helped me understand better how many people were there, why they were there. And as I kept reading, watching the Holy Spirit move Mm -hmm. through each chapter, um, I don't know, it just made more sense to me. Yeah. It it made Acts a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you're uh, what you're referring to is, uh, you know, in Acts chapter one, there's kind of a a connection between you know people say, and this is probably really true, Luke, the book of of Luke and the book of Acts are really one book with two volumes. Right. They really read together, and so where at, where Luke ends, Acts picks up mm-hmm. and begins. And so at the end of the Gospel of Luke, we have Jesus with his disciples after the resurrection he spent time with them and in chapter one of acts um it's his last moments with his disciples before his ascension and he promises them that one is going to come that the holy spirit is going to come to continue to lead and guide them to dwell with him that they won't be alone as they're on this mission that he has called them to which is to be disciples to share the message to tell the story of all that they have experienced and who jesus is uh and so and then he ascends and, and you know also in chapter one there's a they pick another um apostle um because they really felt like there needed to be 12 again so mm-hmm. that's kind of chapter one of the book of Acts. And chapter two is where the Holy Spirit comes. And we mark that as the chapter of Pentecost. What a lot of people maybe really don't realize is that it wasn't called Pentecost until the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. came. There were tons and tons and honestly thousands of people who were in Jerusalem at the time that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within the apostles because they are there for a Jewish festival. There are three Jewish festivals, three kind of great Jewish festivals for the people of God. And I don't know if we've talked about this before. I know when we talked about, when we did the Leviticus study, uh-huh. we spent some time talking about festivals. So, if you haven't, uh, if you want more information, you can go back to our Leviticus studies and yes. learn more detail about festivals. I just like to plug our studies. Shameless plugging. Uh, but anyway, it's really good. It's a good conversation. But for our purposes, what we need to know is when Christ died on the cross, the people of, of God, the Jews, were in Jerusalem because it was Passover. And you know that because we are, we have the meal with Jesus in the upper room and his disciples. Um, but there was also another festival that came um, about 40 days or so after that. And it is the festival, the Feast of Weeks. And that's what's happening 
at the front mm-hmm. end of what becomes Pentecost. The yeah. Feast of Weeks is happening. There are thousands of Jews that are in Jerusalem. If you are about 20 miles away from Jerusalem and you are a good Jew, you're going to come and stay in Jerusalem, probably from Passover to the Feast of Weeks, and then you'll go. I mean, it's to travel at this time meant you're going to mm-hmm. go and stay for a while. And you you uproot your whole family. Mm-hmm. So you bring your whole family, you bring your servants, you camp outside of Jerusalem. It is a hubbub of activity. So God has thought of this. Mm-hmm. You know, he has, in the way that God does, he has kind of planned for kind of maximum effort, right? you know, and, mm-hmm. and power. And when the Holy Spirit comes uh, upon the apostles in the upper room, uh, some people say they are in the same upper room as where they had the feast with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Some people say that they aren't in the upper room. They're actually in the temple, uh, which would make sense because the next thing we know is that they're sharing at the temple. So, there's a little bit of a debate. The upper room could have been right by the temple. Eh, you know, whatever. Um, but they're together. There's about 120 of them. Yeah. And the power of the Holy Spirit just falls. And the Holy Spirit is described as a mighty wind or thunder, powerful shaking. Um, and in Scripture, a lot of times, the Holy Spirit is also described as breath. Now, mm-hmm. the beauty of that is, what does God do when He creates Adam? Breathes. He breathes. He breathes mm-hmm. the Spirit, His Spirit, into Adam. And the mm-hmm. idea is also, in some ways, that every time we are, when people are created, the Spirit of God, the breath of God is breathed into us. Now, it's an allusion mm-hmm. to what will come, which is the Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit comes, this breath of God, and now not just this idea of the breath giving us life, but now the idea of the breath of God dwelling within us everywhere we go has taken place. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they are given the gift of speaking in tongues. Well, what's the importance of that? Remember, there are thousands of people. Well, they're all speaking their own languages. That's right. There's some, tons of dialects. Yeah. And so, what do they say? We don't necessarily know. I'm... I, I just assume that the apostles just start speaking with the might and power of of God, just the message of hope and Mm -hmm. the message of Jesus. And people hear it. And they don't just hear it in their language. Mm -hmm. I think they hear it in their heart. And that was one of the things that we didn't necessarily talk about in that study, just this idea of it wasn't just, hey, I hear these words in my language, but now I hear it. It makes sense in my head, in my heart. It's connecting. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's the gift of the Holy Spirit gives. And then from then on, for every one person who uh, Scripture tells us in chapter 2 would repent of their Mm -hmm. sins, would be baptized in the name of Jesus, would receive the Holy Spirit, and then go and share Mm -hmm. and be guided by the Holy Spirit from then on. And the Holy Spirit through people at this time was powerful because in chapter two at the end it says the Lord adds to their numbers. I mean, on the first day of Pentecost, we go from 120 Mm -hmm. to 3,120. Yeah. And then at the end, that is a lot. And at the end of chapter two, we hear that we are, the numbers Mm -hmm. are growing even more rapidly Mm -hmm. because every day 
people are um, coming to know the Lord. Yeah. Because the people are faithful, because they are following the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. because they are devoted to the things of God. Mm-hmm. So I have, a, I guess, a comment, or maybe not a comment, a question, a thing to ponder, if mm-hmm. you will, about the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit coming now in this place. Before we had the New Covenant, if you will, mm-hmm. before we had the death and resurrection of Jesus, the priests, when they went in, had to be ritually cleaned, cleansed and purified, and they had to do all these things just so that they could stand in the presence of God and not be immediately mm-hmm. struck down. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yes. Yes. Well, and, and, and to enter into the Holy of Holies... It was only once a year with yeah. tons of purification, right, and you're right. taking a risk. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they tied a rope to they him tied a because rope. in case he died, they could drag him out. <laughs> Direct, yes. Uh, in case they miss something. Yep. So, so I have long thought that we, in, in our now post-resurrection mm-hmm. view of Christianity and God and all this, we have access to through the Holy Spirit because Jesus is standing there. Mm-hmm. And we have that sacrifice, that once for all sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And before, if the Holy Spirit had come through, would it have been like the Passover? Mm-hmm. When the, the, the Passover comes... And the Holy Spirit just touches something that's unclean and unpure, and boom, it just drops dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that's kind of a harsh way for me to put it, but that, that's what I mm-hmm. think, that it, it's because of Jesus we now have access to that third person of the Trinity. Yeah, there's other places within uh, the Old Testament, and even kind of in some of the some small places of the Gospels, where uh, the Holy Spirit is referenced. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit would come and bring a gift upon someone and stay for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, there's but there's no indwelling yeah. of the mm-hmm. Spirit, mm-hmm. and so yes, there couldn't there couldn't be that. Um, it had to be temporary. Mm-hmm. But now it's not temporary, and it is because of Christ's death and resurrection. It's because if you read the story of God as, you know, what Doug said this morning, as this idea of a meta-narrative, meaning that it from the beginning to the end, there is one continuous story and there is one continuous purpose, then from the beginning, it was always God's intent to prepare us for the dwelling of the Holy Spirit within us. Mm-hmm. So, when the temple is built, the tabernacle on the front end that holds the presence of God, um, there's the intent is to get us to eventually we will become right. the tabernacle that will hold the mm-hmm. presence of God. But there had to be an ultimate sacrifice because there was no perfect sacrifice when the people were doing it within the Old Testament. There was no way that bringing your goat or your sheep or anything could fully fulfill um, the, the, the repentance for the sin that you have committed. Only one who has is the perfect sacrifice. So, you can see that there is this beautiful progression mm-hmm. that God had always planned because God is an 
intimate God. He wants to dwell with us. You go back to Genesis. In Genesis chapter 2, what was God doing with Adam and Eve? He walked in the early evening Mm -hmm. in the garden with them. That's intimate presence. So, it's always been His intent. So, when the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost, it is getting us closer to that point of where we were at the very beginning. But He chooses us now. Mm -hmm to be the indwelling temple yeah. of, of him. So when Jesus says, I'm going to tear down this temple and rebuild it in three days, mm-hmm. what he meant was, I'm going to make y'all the temple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he obviously, three days for him of the, the easy is, I'm going to tear it down and I'm going to, I'm going to come back. Yeah. But I'm only here temporarily because I have stuff to do, but you have things to do, Mm -hmm. but I'm not leaving you alone. I think that's the hope and the beauty of the spirit of God that dwells within us is that I think sometimes it's easier for us to feel like God is very distant and uh, unattainable at times, but he has chosen us to live within. So, he's never far away from you he's he's right there within you now that's its own complicated yeah. idea right <laughs> but there's a lot of comfort yeah. in 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 that thought that he's he's with me yeah you know withness <laughs> I don't think steal that, a word from no. uh, is that a word Matt Chandler no I don't think withness so. it's not a word no <laughs> Matt Chandler I do love Matt Chandler yeah makes up his own words he does not as much as leonard sweet (laughs) (laughs) no that's okay (laughs) excuse me so melanie i I can see your notebook there yeah well i i can't read what's on it but Uh i can tell that there's a lot of stuff on there and so i know you've got comments and things Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So, when I told (laughs) Becky I kind of wanted to talk about the Holy Spirit, it was her fault, because when she was preparing for the act study, she sat down and asked me some questions, and I looked at her, and I was like, we can't put this much big stuff in a tiny box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as I was reading through our chapters for this, I kept every chapter that I came to, and I just kept saying that the people were filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. That's pretty much everything that I wrote down. Yeah. Because I was... I just kept thinking, like, what does that look like for us? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And now, you know, what we can see it here, but what does that look like for us in our church? And... I don't know. Yeah. If you, if you read Acts and you don't come away at least a little bit convicted and challenged about Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) how you live your daily life, then go read it again. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I I mean, Acts is, I mean, it's about the start Mm -hmm. of the church and there's some hard things because Mm -hmm. the people of God were kind of fighting to, you know, nobody liked them. Mm -hmm. And there's, You know, when they wanted Jesus to come, when they were craving and calling for the Messiah, they wanted the oppression of the Romans to be removed. Mm -hmm. Well, as the 
people of the way grow. And then when Paul takes the the message of Jesus to more of the Gentiles, which is kind of more of the second half of the book of Acts, mm-hmm. um, now the there's other people, <laughs> not just the Romans, <laughs> yeah. that are targeting mm-hmm. the people of the way. And they are faithful. They're yeah. faithful to the point that they're, they die. Yeah. They're faithful to the point mm-hmm. that in the book of Acts, we have the first martyr for the people of the way. Stephen is stoned to death for believing and sharing the mm-hmm. message of Jesus. And people don't like it. And, right. and who is the biggest proponent of that? Stoning? It's the Jews. It's the Jews. It's the Jewish leaders. The Jewish leaders are so threatened mm-hmm. by this message. They're threatened by the loss of power. And that was the reason that they turned Jesus over. Yeah. And it doesn't change. Um, it gets worse. And But the people of God continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. And the message spreads out and grows. And how does that happen? Mm. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit within the people being yeah. filled. But I still struggle with what does it mean to be filled then with the Holy Spirit? How do we identify it? I think mm-hmm. when you and I sat down, Melanie, and talked about this, I probably had 80,000 questions and no answers. So, <laughs> pretty much because every time you asked a question, I asked another one and we went in a lot of circles. <laughs> well, and but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that isn't part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about it, questioning it, yeah. looking for it. Mm-hmm. Is that something that that conversation made me think about? How do I look for the Holy Spirit moving around me? Mm-hmm. Do I look for it? Have I? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, I find it. Maybe it's appropriate to to think that this is something completely new and foreign mm-hmm. to these people. Mm-hmm. It it really isn't to Western Christianity. Yeah, this, right. And so so much so that we try to make check boxes mm-hmm. to verify mm-hmm. if you have been filled with the Holy Spirit, and I. There's a part of me that just really doesn't like that that you have to check these boxes to make sure that your your Holy Spirit mm-hmm. was really genuine. Mm-hmm. There, yes, there were evidences and everything presented in Scripture, but at the same mm-hmm. time, when they say they were filled with the Holy Spirit, it's like, okay, this is something completely different. We have never seen anything like this yeah. mm-hmm. ever before right. in human history. Right. And now something new is happening. Mm-hmm. I would have to think that you would say, okay, God sent the Holy Spirit. This is us being filled with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Yeah. And so this, you know, it can look however it's going to look. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just, it's a thought I have. I think ultimately though, for so talking talking very specifically kind of answering your question maybe on the front end of how does that look for so trinity mm-hmm. our church to ask the question of how do we know if the holy spirit dwells within the people here dwells within this church community i think i would go back to okay so then are we people who are devoted mm-hmm. are we people who are um focused on the word of god 
and that being a, an essential part of our life? Are we people who are, it, a lot of it is the acts too. Are we people who are praying together and praying for each other? Are we a community who care about each other and are meeting each other's needs, who are know each other well, are fellowshipping well, are greeting people well? And, and if we are doing those things, then we will find favor among people. Mm-hmm. And then God will do the work in those people's hearts because it's not our work. Right. It's not. Right. It's not our work. You know. Mm-hmm. It's it's God's work, but it's God's work that He calls us to be a part of, and the Holy Spirit guides us in the midst of that by being devoted to Him and being focused. And so then, people come to know Him. So, so is is Trinity? Are we that? Are we that individually? Mm-hmm. Because. I think that's part of what scripture tells us is individually in your relationship and your intimacy with God and corporately are we that it's a both and and, not an and it or. is how yeah. you tell is by the fruit mm-hmm. and I think that's what that is the truth of the Holy Spirit do we know if the Holy Spirit is in us well is there fruit mm-hmm. that comes out yeah and, it, and it's natural it's it's mm-hmm. not going back to what I said earlier is not boxes that you check mm-hmm. yeah it, it's the, the that natural outflowing of mm-hmm. those things because I mean it's pretty easy to see mm-hmm. the the false fruits or whatever you know oh yeah 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 and Bible trivia what are the fruits of the spirit oh, oh. oh gosh that's uh-huh. not an axe right now <laughs> Kyle, come on. Come on. We're not focused on that passage. I don't know. Love, boy, love hope, peace, joy, patience. Self-control is in there to, to oh, man. gentleness. Gentleness. I don't, I don't have a We've lot of those. Them. i got to work tell, on that. Tell us how terrible we are. Oh, let that be one of the questions. Why did you have to do that? You set us up for that. That's a good, that's a good question. I set myself up for that because I don't know. You did. Gosh, Kyle, cut that part out. You said there would be no pressure. There's no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, we don't... The Holy Spirit, you're right. You know, the Holy Spirit was something very new and fresh for the people of God. And it, and, and it was that leading thing within them. Mm-hmm. We've... It's just, it's a word and a phrase in a person now that maybe we don't give enough thought to and yeah. credence in our life. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of other, I think, church things that maybe have just kind of gotten lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I, I like to, or I want to feel like as a church that we, we focus the appropriate amount of attention on the mm-hmm. three persons of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And it, it is just so popular. And can you focus on Jesus too much? That, no, you can't. He's the reason that we can have <laughs> right. yeah. anything. Yeah. And so I, you walk this fine line of because we spend so much time focusing on just Jesus we miss what Jesus really wanted us to see, and that was the gift, the helper that he gave us, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
And Jesus tells the the disciples, like, you're going to do, with the presence of the Holy Spirit, you're going to do even more mighty things than I did, uh, signs and wonders, not Mm -hmm. because you can do them, but because God can do them through you Mm -hmm. if you allow Him. So, what, I I guess that's another part of not just the fruits of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit, but... The signs and the wonders. Where yeah. where are the signs and the wonders mm-hmm. within our community mm-hmm. or, or within the church as a larger whole? Are we seeing signs and wonders now? Because Jesus said, you're going to do even mightier things. Mm-hmm. And he did some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, he did some pretty cool stuff. So. <laughs> and in Acts, we see, you know, lepers healed and, yep. you know, miracles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a really good book. It really is, and I, I really hope that the that those of y'all listening out there that you really enjoy this book, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, I was I was talking to Doug. And I said I haven't yet spent enough time mm-hmm. reading through the Book of Acts in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the big stories. You know, Pentecost, everything. You know, the, the ones that you learn in sermons on Sunday morning, right? Yeah. And yet there's so much more depth here that if we're really going to internalize this, I think that the Word brings us closer to Jesus, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit brings us closer to Jesus, and really Jesus kind of is that that focus, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, let, let's pay attention to the Holy Spirit because that's how we get closer to Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Right. Any more thoughts for today? I guess, I yeah, okay. I would just say my encouragement as you continue to read the book of Acts is mm-hmm. ask yourself, where do you see the movement of the Holy Spirit in the book? And then where do you see it in your own life? Yeah. I mean, name it. Mm-hmm. You know, recognize where the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. Maybe an answer of something has moved you in a direction. That's That's the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And I hope that in this, you know, 30 some odd minutes that we've been here today and that you've been listening out there, um, that you have in some way felt the Holy Spirit just kind of nudging you because I, I know every single time we sit at this table, it doesn't matter who I'm sitting with. I can attest to there are things that start that the Holy Spirit will start just kind of resonating in me with something. And to be perfectly transparent, that's kind of where I get a lot of my commentary mm-hmm. in these sessions. And so, uh, don't hold me accountable for words that I say. A lot of that's just my mind and, you know, whatever, just things kind of working through me. So that, you know, I would encourage listeners out there those of y'all who are reading along to have conversations with people in your small group, people in your family, let the Holy Spirit inhabit your conversations. Yep. And then I think if we really learn how to do that, we'll start to see the church be the church. Yeah. That's the prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, if you like what you hear, we're going to jump right into the outro here. <laughs> I mean, let's do it. I mean, why not, right? It's time. I, I don't know what I could add at nope. this point to uh, to make that any better, more complete, whatever. 
So if you are new to the podcast and you've just joined us, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on all of the most popular platforms. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and on YouTube. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, they really like it when you give us a review. So give us five stars. We're going to ask for five. Five stars. We feel like this is five-star content. So go ahead and give us a five-star review. Let everybody know how awesome you think we are. How awesome you think God is. <laughs> By rating yes. this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're, we're not awesome. God is awesome. Yes. <laughs> And so if you want, uh, want to recommend this to somebody else, just tell them to search for Trinity Reston. You can also find out more about who we are as a church, trinityreston.org. At that, I will say see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>